Welcome back to Read This Next with Laura and Nicole. This week we are doing a complicated title that we're going to workshop, but it was currently satirizing wellness, beauty, and self-care. Laura, tell us a little bit about it. (laughs) So the topic for this week is another kind of esoteric one that I came across (laughs) because I was looking through my to-reads list and kind of noticed a theme between a couple and then I just ran with it. So um, the theme as uh, Nicole and I have kind of worked out is basically like the dark side of the wellness industry and uh, self-care, that sort of thing. So looking at, uh, it seems like on like superficially, like how could this be a negative Mm -hmm. at all? How could this be a negative for anybody? How could this be a negative for women, right? We've turned away from talking about diet culture and now we're talking about like wellness is not so much better but um you know essentially underneath there's a lot of the same yeah structures um underpinning that are also are continue to put pressure on women in different ways um and the first book actually on the list is a nonfiction one to kind of give you um sort of a, a run through of what this industry is so it's called the gospel of wellness Jim's Guru's Goop and the False Promise of Self-Care. So that's Goop as in like Gwyneth Paltrow's swanky thing. Um, And it's by Rena Raphael, who is a journalist. So um, she looks at the explosion of the wellness industry, how it stems from legitimate complaints, how seductive marketing targets hopeful consumers, and why women are opening up their wallets like never before. They're pursuing their health like never before. Whether it's juicing, biohacking, clutching crystals, or sipping collagen, today there is something for everyone as the wellness industry has grown from modest roots into a 4.4 trillion entity and a full-blown movement promising health and vitality in the most fashionable package. But why suddenly are we all feeling so unwell? The truth is that deep within the underbelly of self-care, hidden beneath layers of clever marketing, Wellness beckons with a far stronger, more seductive message than health alone. It promises women the one thing they desperately want, control. Vividly told and deeply reported, the gospel of wellness reveals how this obsession is a direct result of women feeling dismissed, mistreated, and overburdened. Women are told they can manage the chaos ruling their life by following a laid out schedule. Eat right, exercise, meditate, then buy or do all this other stuff. And while wellness may have sprung from good intentions, we are now relentlessly flooded with exploitative offerings, questionable ideas, and a mounting pressure to stay devoted to the divine doctrine of wellness. What happens when the cure becomes as bad as the disease? So this has a critical Mm -hmm. eye, humor, and empathy. Uh, She examines how women have been led down the kale-covered path. Nice little reference to the, what is it? The rose-covered path to, you know, nowhere good. Um, Promising nothing short of salvation. Uh, It says the author was once a disciple herself, trying everything from clean eating to electric shock workouts until her own awakening to the troubling consequences. Balancing the good with the bad, the gospel of wellness is a clear-eyed exploration of what wellness can actually offer us, knocking down the false idols and commandments that have taken hold, and ultimately showing how we might shape a better future for the movement and our well-being. Yeah, so it just gives you a bit of a background. 
of the industry we're looking at, and then all the books to come are looking at that from different sorts of perspectives. Hmm. I was actually, one more thought about the previous book. The cover is very, I, I know often we're like, beautiful covers, and all of the covers this episode are really cool. Um, I really like that they're highlighting how well, like the cover is highlighting how wellness is pure like this that gives this like purity and yeah okay this next one is called the glow um by jesse gaynor uh it's the description says jane dorner you said the rest of these are fiction right right okay jane dorner has two modes pr jane 25 chummy and eager to sell you a feminist self-care item or a self-care bereavement subscription box and actual jane 29 drifting through mediocre work days a lackluster and lackluster dates while paralyzed by her crushing mountain of overdue medical bills interesting that the age changes there when her job see you later me oldie <laughs> when her job performance is called into question jane's last ditch effort to preserve her livelihood and pay off her debt is to land a white whale of a client enter the impossibly gorgeous Cass, whom jane discovers scrolling through instagram and her unassuming husband tom proprietors of a wellness retreat based out of a ramsack ramshackle country house that may or may not be giving off cult vibes suddenly jane realizes she might have found the one ladder she can climb if she can i'm struggling over these sentences uh if she can convince them that transforming Cass herself into a high-end wellness brand is the key to all three of their futures magnetic yet mysterious Cass is primed to be there's another missing word yeah Cass is primed to be something she speaks in a mix of inspirational quotes and zen cones koans eats only zucchini uh and then in brackets the most spiritually nourishing vegetable and has baby perfect skin despite tom's reticence about selling out out jane sets out to mold Cass into the kind of guru who can offer inner peace and make your skin glow all at a hefty price of course as jane reckons with her own long dormant ambitions she missing another word what's happening here she blank wonders that could be there's something there. oh yeah can a person really do good for others while profiting off of them and what part of ourselves do we lose when we trade power influence and beauty sparklingly plotted deliciously deadpan and irresistibly entertaining the glow is a razor sharp send-up of an industry built on the pe peculiar intersection of money and wellness sounds good it's kind of it's interesting to me that the the cult is being formed by someone outside of like and they're like building up somebody else to be the cult leader rather than themselves true and also i like that they chose jane like plain jane for her <laughs> cute okay so our next title is called bruges it's a novel by mona awad um, this is an author that we have recommended before on the podcast. Her last book was called Bunny, and I think it was mm. a, I want to say, a dark academia novel so. um, that we recommended, I guess, like two ish years ago now. Um, but this one is, uh, it is as, um, it, it is certainly uh, has horror tendencies 
Um, it does, but it is also, I think, very literary horror. So if you're interested in um, reading more, like considered more things that are on the literature side of the scale, this is maybe a good one to try out. Okay, so the description. For as long as she can remember, Belle has been insidiously obsessed with her skin and skincare videos. When her estranged mother, Noelle, mysteriously dies, Belle finds herself back in Southern California, dealing with her mother's considerable debts and grappling with lingering questions about her death. <laughs> the stakes escalate when a strange woman in red okay, appears that. at the funeral, offering a tantalizing clue about her mother's demise, followed by a cryptic video about a transformative spa experience. With the help of a pair of red shoes, quite the fairy tale reference, Belle is lured into the barbed mm. embrace of La Maison de Meduse. Sure wish Nicole was here to do that French French uh, pronunciation. La Maison de Meduse. <laughs> but that's the best I got. The same lavish culty spa to which her mother was devoted. There, Belle discovers the frightening secret behind her and her mother's obsession with the mirror and the great shimmery depths and demons that lurk on the other side of the glass. Snow White, so fairy tale reference, meets Eyes Wide Shut, the, uh, I was going to say maybe even infamous Kubrick, last Kubrick uh, movie, uh, in this surreal descent into the dark side of beauty, envy, grief, and the complicated love between mothers and daughters. With black humor and seductive horror, Rouge explores the cult-like nature of the beauty industry, as well as the danger of internalizing its pitiless gaze. Brimming with California sunshine and blood-red rose petals, Rouge hold up a warped mirror to our relationship with mortality, our collective fixation with the surface, and the wondrous deep longing that might lie beneath. This is a very interesting one. Um, and one thing that makes this a little different from some of the other ones is instead of the, what I kind of think of as the like typical topics of self-care, like the more general wellness and beauty, this one, um, the main character has a real, Looking real intense focus list. on skincare specifically, and talks a lot about like serums and hmm. lotions and moisturizers and like snail mucus and things like that. Um, so that's kind of an area that I'm not very well versed in. Um, not that I'm super well versed in any of these wellness areas, but especially into the skincare like fixation. I. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Beauty and the Beast, but like the cover has a single red rose and then the name is Belle and what? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell if what it is then if it's not. It looks like jellyfish as well. I don't want her to be applying jellyfish to her skin if that's what the choice is there. Let's hope. This is this <laughs> this next one is called Self Care by Lay uh, Stein. <sighs> okay, the brief tagline is the female co-founders of a wellness startup struggle to find balance between being good people and doing good business while stop little while trying to stay BFFs. Marin Gelb is on a company-imposed digital detox. She tweeted something terrible about the president's daughter, and as the COO of Rich, I imagine it's Ritual, but yeah, but it's spelled like Rich, or sorry, yeah, R-I-C-H. Anyways, 
quote, the most inclusive online community platform for women to cultivate the practice of self-care and change the world by changing ourselves. It's a PR nightmare. Not only is CEO Devin Avery counting on Marin to be fully present for the next round of funding, but indispensable employee Kadia uh, Kadia Walker has been kept uh, no, has been keeping a secret that will reveal just how feminist rituals values actually are. And former Bachelorette contestant, watching it this season, um, and ritual board member Evan Wiley is about to be embroiled in a sexual misconduct sa- uh, scandal that dis- that could destroy the company forever. Have you ever scrolled? Oh, my Grammarly is in the way. There we go. <laughs> Have you ever scrolled through Instagram and seen countless influencers who seem like experts at caring for themselves, from their yoga crop tops to their well-lit clean meals to their serumed skin and erudite but color-coded reading stack? Self-care delves into the lives and psyches of people working in the wellness industry and exposes the world behind the filter. Interesting. This one has a lot of characters. Oh, interesting. Okay, so not all of them are horror, but and I'm not complaining about it. I'm just, I always find it interesting when, like, how how are all of these coming out at the same time? Like, that's wild to me. Like, clearly there has been a big push for self-care and wellness and all of this stuff for all of these people around the same time to be like, I should write a book about this. Natural Beauty by Ling Ling Huang is our next title. Our narrator produces a sound from the piano no one else at the conservatory can. She employs a technique she learned from her parents, also talented musicians, who fled China in the wake of the Cultural Revolution. But when an accident leaves her parents debilitated, yeah, I did say that right, she abandons her future for a job at a high-end beauty and wellness store in New York City. Holistic, with a K, is known for its remarkable products and procedures from remoras that suck out cheap botox gross yeah <laughs> um, to eyelash extensions made of spider silk sounds like something that probably already exists and her new job affords her entry into a world of privilege and a long-awaited sense of belonging she becomes transfixed by helen the niece of holistic's charismatic owner and the two strike up a friendship that hazily veers into more All the while, our narrator is plied with products that slim her thighs, smooth her skin, and lighten her hair. But beneath these creams and tinctures lies something sinister. Of course. A piercing, darkly funny debut, Natural Beauty explores questions of consumerism, self-worth, race, and identity, and leaves readers with a shocking and unsettling truth. So again, this is another one that um, does certainly have a... (laughs) horror um a horror tone to some parts of it but yeah looks at it sounds kind of like it's looks at products that are like just on the outskirts of what we currently already have like the remoras sucking out cheap botox is as far as i know not something you can currently get done but you certainly can get those like weird little pedicures where the I fish say, like dead skin a remora off your feet, is a which if a you haven't heard of it before it sounds uh, like it's not the kind real, that goes on like a shark or a whale or whatever um, that you can get done uh so, yeah so that's another one that I don't like is that. uh it's also another debut as well so natural beauty with another delightful cover i think very the dead um, skin. striking the colors yeah. used yeah i'm a little 
I'm, it's interesting that they put so much emphasis on her like being a talented musician and then she just like abandons it i'm very curious why and how that comes about because they clearly think that's important to her story arc but then she abandons it all to go make money presumably in the wellness industry next one is the goddess effect by sheila yasmin marikar all she wants is to be her best self. Is she ready? Absolutely. Does she know what to expect? Absolutely not. Anita is over her life in New York. Her dead-end job, tiny studio apartment, self-obsessed friends, and overbearing mom. So she moves west to Los Angeles in search of a new career, enlightenment, and that nebulous target, well. Um, she discovers an elite workout class called the Goddess Effect, run by a lifestyle guru named Venus, love that, who's, very definition, who's the very definition of hashtag goals. One look at her Lululemon clad acolytes sweating out their demons while dripping with confidence and Anita's all in. When one of the class regulars takes Anita under her wing, Anita's sure she's found her people. But Anita's not so smitten that she doesn't wonder about a few things. An inexplicable invitation to a goddess effect retreat, a, uh, a strange tradition of secret sharing and whispers about enhancements that only Venus can approve. Oh no, can provide. Can't read. Anita is awakening to a terrifying epiphany. The goddess effect isn't quite what it seems and it may turn her world and that of everyone around her upside down. This is a different area of wellness. Mmm. Soul cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because it's in LA. Like, that's huge there. I have a couple gal pals who uh, are into, like, cycling and stuff. And whenever they talk about it, I'm like, A, don't have the wind in me. B, how do you amp yourself up that much? <laughs> Yeah, like getting the um, adrenaline going and the dopamine going, like it makes perfect sense how that could easily turn into like a cult-like experience because the runner's high exists, so why wouldn't it happen for cycling too? Crazy. This next one, Nicole I don't does like not this like cover. the cover. <laughs> I like it until I look really close and then I don't like it so much anymore. Um, but I feel like it is probably very evocative of what the book is about. So it does its job, I guess. Uh, this book is called Chrysalis. It's by Anna Metcalf. All right, here we go. Um, Corona, that's just, that's just a quote. Let's get to the actual description of the book. Here we go. It was hard to be in the present, she said. But if her body were heavier and more in control, then her thoughts would clear and her mind would recover its power. What happens when a woman dares to take up space? An enigmatic young woman drastically transforms her body, working to become bigger, stronger, and stiller in the wake of a trauma. We see her through the eyes of three people, each differently mesmerized by her as they reckon with the consequences of her bizarre metamorphosis. Each of them leaves us with a puzzle piece of who she was before she became someone else. This is like a sentence that sounds like it's trying to be very smart, but... Um, mm. Basically, it's just who she used to be. <laughs> anyway, fancy way to say that, I guess. Elliot, a recluse who notices her at the gym, witnesses her physical evolution and becomes her first acolyte. Bella, her mother, worries about the intense effect her daughter's new way of life is beginning to have on others, and she reflects on their relationship, a close cocoon from which her daughter has broken free. 
Susie, her ex-colleague and best friend, offers her sanctuary and support as she makes the transition to self-created online phenomenon, posting viral meditation videos that encourage her followers to join her in achieving self-sufficiency by isolating themselves from everyone else in their mm. lives. But now to go off script there, self-sufficiency, isolating themselves from everyone else in their lives, except for our main character, of course, once again, very culty. <laughs> Uncanny, alluring, and intimate, it? Chrysalis raises vital questions about selfhood and solitude. This daring novel asks if it is possible for a woman to have agency over her body while remaining part of society, and then offers its own explosive answer. So, I i mean, that's, from that information, I'm not sure if maybe this is like, um, like a bodybuilding one, maybe? She's going to start, like, taking... Mm steroids and building yourself up maybe or it could even perhaps have something to do with like body hacking right like other kinds of modifications um but seems very interesting mm -hmm. like um crossfit has a very like big following behind it too it kind of reminds me of that but she's like going solo which is and then they also say acolyte so is she building her own cult kind of within this as well? This next one, interestingly, um, is called Kismet. I said this word to Alex the other day and he was like, what does that mean? And so it's kind of weird, like literally two days ago. So it's kind of weird that this is popping up. Yeah. Um, okay. So Amina Akhtar. I'm going to skip their little promo about it. Um, Lifelong New Yorker Ronnie Kahn has never uh, never thought she'd leave Queens. She's not an aim high, dream big person until she meets socialite wellness guru Marley Dewhurst. Marley isn't just a visionary, she's a revelation. Seduced by the fever dream of finding her best self, Ronnie makes for the desert mountains of Sedona, Arizona. Healing yoga, transcendent hikes, epic juice cleanses, Ronnie consumes her new bougie existence like a fine wine. But is it really, or is this whole self-care business a little sour? When the glam gurus around town start turning up gruesomely murdered, whoa, that's cool. And I like that. Okay. Um gruesomely murdered ronnie has her answers all is not well in wellness town as marley's blind ambition veers into madness ronnie fears for her life whoa and then the last one is called the choice it's by claire wade and this one is um like a little bit outside of the others it felt like it's not it's uh, so much about like the beauty industry, but I wanted to include it anyway because it's got sounds like similar themes. So, Olivia Pritchard lives in constant fear since Mother Mason came into power. Everything from healthy eating to exercise is controlled by the government, all in the name of health and happiness. Mm. Olivia hates being dictated to, but to protect her family, she must follow the rules or face a stay in the shame box, a perspex box. Okay which I believe is another word for, like, plexiglass. Placed in a public place, placed in a public place for everyone to judge. After Olivia witnesses an innocent woman being violently arrested, she is no longer able to ignore the injustice. The underground rebellion yeah. cut the apron springs. Cut the apron strings is gaining momentum. And for the first time in years, Olivia has a choice. Keep her head down or join the fray. 
so it is uh this one is a like wellness dystopia mm. <laughs> where this like threat of wellness is being used to control the population um okay this, that you have to like fit these you have to match these expectations about for health and happiness so yeah a little bit of a different um certainly and the other ones are all kind of even if there's some perhaps or supernatural some kind of elements they all start in like a recognizable version of our world this one is totally different mm. um, but still once again sort of looking at how how wellness and beauty can be used as a to okay. tool to a tool of control um, as opposed to I think there's a more simpler way to look at it as in like like why wouldn't why would wellness how could wellness ever be a bad thing right well it can be used as a way to control people interesting witness you it, the cover says you voted her in now can you live with the consequences so presumably she is like in power in power in the government like not just like interesting mm. kind of handmaid's tale but less yeah yeah and female in power presumably this is really interesting i these cover the covers look good the books sound interesting and this is definitely a topic that i wouldn't have thought would have at least eight books in its like list all right well i will wrap us up then uh thank you everybody for listening and or watching if you missed any of the titles or want to see the covers you can head to our blog which is tbplofftheshelf.com uh, you can find us on social media at tbpl on everything and we will see you all again in two weeks bye